0: Hello! Hello!
1: My name is Christopher.
0: My name is Jessica.
1: We are the BWs and we are having having a a baby. baby. And we are learning what to do and what goes with it. If this is your first episode listening to us, hello and welcome. If this is not your first episode, welcome back.
0: Well, hello. Well, hello. Hello.
1: (laughs) Hello. If anyone gets that reference, hello. Very good on you. How are you feeling?
0: Bit rubbish. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Actually, this and that's is... the show. See you later, everyone. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye. <laughs> now, this is this is one of the first days this week that I'm starting to feel a little better. Mm. We have caught up with ourselves. It's episode number eight, and this one is all about uh, 32 to 35 weeks, and I am about 35 weeks, nearly 36 weeks now. Mm.
1: And it's all become
0: very heavy and very tiring.
1: Basically, it could legitimately happen any day.
0: Yes, and my body is reminding me of that pretty much every second. There's, There's not a minute that goes by where I don't forget I'm pregnant. Now, that sounds a really weird thing to say. But up until this point, sometimes when like I'm lying in bed until this point or I've been sat watching the TV. Mm. There are points where sometimes the baby's not awake, the baby's asleep and I'm in a comfortable position and you, you forget and then baby wakes up, gives you a little kick and reminds you. Not at the moment. I can, even if the baby is asleep, I am aware I have got a living, growing human being inside me and as wonderful as that is, it is now taking its toll, Definitely welcome to the final countdown
1: <laughs> with that said uh we hope you enjoy the episode mm-hmm. uh, make sure you're tweeting us if you're listening to it at ftppuk we're on instagram at ftppuk we want to get this nice and interactive over the next couple of episodes as well so uh, any stories that you mm-hmm. might want to contribute email us firsttimeparentpod at com. so are you ready to get going
0: I am ready to get going. Let's do this.
1: And we will see you at the end of episode number
0: eight. Woohoo! fruit and veg time
1: (laughs) when is it not
0: (laughs) it should be all the time whilst you are eating for two (laughs) that's that's a
1: phrase that has kind of been debunked isn't it Hmm. since like learning about the whole pregnancy thing is eating for two you're not eating for two you're eating just a little bit more than you normally would
0: and You you should be eating more of the right stuff
1: yeah it's not just double portions, which is kind of no. kind of the running joke, isn't it? And it's so obvious, isn't it? It's such an obvious thing to to know is you're not just doubling what you eat; you just have to eat a little bit more of the right things. Mm. That's really bad English, but you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, fruit and veg.
1: Right, where were we last? Right, I'm going to go in straight away. Is it the size of a honeydew melon yet?
0: Look, just hold your horses, all right? We're at thirty-two weeks, okay. but melons happen really soon, so just, just, you know, just, just hang on. So at thirty-two weeks, so you ne- you're never, you're never going to get this.
1: It was a cabbage last time, wasn't it? So
0: it's as long as something this oh God. time. Cucumber. It's as long as a kale stem. Oh,
1: fuck. <laughs> I've never, I've <laughs> never seen kale other than in a smoothie or in a bag. As if I've seen kale in a smoothie.
0: A kale stem. Though. I've only seen small kale, so I don't really know what, what this one's refer- referring mm, okay. to, really. Okay,
1: so that's 32 weeks.
0: 32 weeks. That's the that's the length of it, apparently. Yeah. And the fingernails and the toenails are all developed and ready to go.
1: Absolutely crazy that a baby would have finger. Of course a baby's going to have fingernails, but a, t- a baby's got a tiny fingernails inside of you.
0: That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, don't, because you might freak me out if I think about but it too is, much.
1: <laughs> this is it. I mean, inside you isn't just a little baby. Mm. It's a fully formed baby now. Mm. That's the scary thing. And you you, you don't think about inside you there are, you know, 20 little fingernails and toenails. Not 20 of each. That's mm. weird. But
0: N- Not until this point, thank you. It's, wor- it's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? It is. It is amazing. 33 weeks. It weighs as much as something, I'll give you a clue. We've got one in our kitchen right now. Cat. No.
1: Um, heat-changing mug that I bought you for your birthday.
0: No, but it's pretty cool. That 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 heat-changing mug. Lime. <gasps> no. Is it the pineapple? Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we got there. We so have... it weighs as much as a pineapple.
1: We still haven't eaten the pineapple. We've had it for a couple of days now. That's Should...
0: that's our dessert for tonight.
1: We have a pineapple tonight. Okay.
0: I am I'm fully wanting fruit at the moment. My body yeah. has gone, no, you need to eat something good for you.
1: So we've <laughs> so got all we've got, the sugar from we've fruit. We've got
0: all it. the fruit.
1: Uh do you mean I have to prepare the pineapple?
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at this point, the brain and nervous system are now all fully developed and ready to go. Mm. Ah, <laughs>
1: Sorry, you can hear some building works going on around our house at the moment. In the background. I've got their ears in. Oh, you, you, you haven't got headphones it. in. I can hear it being picked up. So apologies if you think that the podcast is reversing. Or if you're listening <laughs> to this while you're driving, that there's a big digger behind you. Yeah, no, it's just
0: I- me. I'm I'm reversing <laughs> on the digger. <laughs> <We>. <laughs> right, 34 weeks. What do you think it's the size of? Now... You've already said one of these, and you wanted it to be it in the last podcast.
1: Oh, size ooh. of
0: a sweet potato. Oh my goodness,
1: cantaloupe. Is it a
0: cantaloupe? Cantaloupe melon. melon finally, cantaloupe like melons. <laughs> and at this point, uh, the baby can recon- recognize your voices. It has been recognizing voices for ages, but it can actually recognise things like songs and lullabies and everything that we Mm. we play and sing to it. So these things that we play and sing to it now can be used to help soothe little one when they arrive. How cool is that?
1: Those of you who don't know much about me and Jess, we're both professional singers and it means that there's a lot of music in our house. Um, (laughs) And we went to one of the antenatal classes and they said, you're singing to your babies. And we're like, oh, yeah, but that's just us. <laughs>
0: Poor baby has not got a choice. <laughs> Baby's not got a choice.
1: But it turns out, quite useful. So that's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's nice. It's nice for us. Finally, 35 weeks, which is where we are right now. Mm. Heavy as a...
1: Baby at 35 weeks.
0: Honeydew melon. A honeydew
1: melon. That's Your... my favourite type of melon. It's
0: a shame I don't like melons. I don't. <laughs> melon's the best. It's so
1: refreshing in the summer.
0: Bit too watery for me. I like my fruit to be fruity. We'll put it with some bloody strawberries then.
1: <laughs> I love, I love melons. I, I honestly would happily sit in a garden with a lovely glass of wine and a melon in a spoon and be content for ages.
0: Good for you, darling. Until
1: the melon ran out. Melon cocktails are the best.
0: No. Yeah, no. big
1: slice of watermelon. Love it. I think. Well. I suppose we don't get it too fresh. The melons don't grow in Britain, do they?
0: I don't know. Why are you asking me this?
1: But what I mean is in (laughs) in like a tropical climate or in Florida or something, getting a nice big slice of watermelon is going to be much fresher, isn't it?
0: Uh, I'd imagine so, yes. I'm not too, I'm not too cloned up on my research on melons. Sorry. I am
1: determined to get you eating watermelon.
0: No, you won't. Sorry. It's just... All
1: right. Onions or watermelon, which would you prefer? Watermelon. Oh, there we go then. I win. (laughs) but other than that you uh, this like we're kind of talking about the last week up to now aren't we so you i've really noticed that you actually look look heavily pregnant now
0: i am heavily pregnant there's no there's no denying it i've got the full <laughs> waddle
1: oh you, she's waddling
0: i am waddling she I, has got a waddle i am i am attractive and I really, really... No, I don't feel it. Stop it. I,
1: <laughs> I tell you every single day how beautiful you are. He's, and I'm not lying.
0: He's very kind to me, but I am waddling like a duck right now.
1: I didn't say you can't waddle and be beautiful. <laughs> You're definitely, you've are definitely, you definitely got a waddle, but...
0: Yeah.
1: you got a waddle butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's the episode title, Waddle Butt. <laughs> oh, lovely. It's,
0: it's all going on right now. Yeah. I can't, I can't sit down properly. I can't lean forward without feeling pressure in places and on my stomach. It's it's made me a little bit poorly. I've had a few, I've had a few poorly weekends.
1: Sorry, we just stopped recording for a second there while the bin men moved. Um, so you had <laughs> a few poorly weekends.
0: I have. I wasn't quite finished at work and then I did have to take um, a day off because I just wasn't well. I think what's going on inside of me, which I can't be 100% sure, is it just feels like there's no room left for me and my insides anymore. And I think my uterus and the baby is pushing down on all the vital bits, down and up at the same time. So it's pushing onto my digestive system and it's causing i think it's causing mixed signals if that makes sense mm. so i'm never sure if i'm feeling sick or or hungry or whether i need the toilet and then it's not telling me when i do need the toilet and it's making me very uncomfortable and then i can't necessarily go when i do need to go it's all fun and games and one of that doesn't it, sound like fun and games it's not I'm... at all it's really not it um, sounds
1: awful <laughs> I wouldn't do it.
0: Oh, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) It's too late for me now.
1: If if I could take anything off your hands when it comes to actually having the baby, I would do it. There's no question about it. Women are insane and so amazing for doing it. It's just the most ludicrous thing ever. Why would you do it?
0: do <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a loss right now yeah, it, it's mad where i'm where i'm feeling so so rough i am i am thinking is it gonna get is it gonna get better before it gets worse and by gets worse i mean before i have to push the baby out
1: it's it's just intense it's full on it is That's very
0: yeah it's very it's very intense like, i mean i'm sitting here right now and i can't lean forward or hunch forward eating dinner is is tricky i can't i can't get that position right one interesting thing that has been happening throughout these weeks so about you know 32 to 35 weeks is i have noticed that i can feel this baby regularly has the hiccups
1: I had no idea this could even happen. It's, no, it's so
0: cool. I don't know. I feel bad because I've noticed the pattern is it gets the hiccups when I eat or drink a lot of the time. So if I eat or drink anything, a few minutes later, guaranteed this little one will be hiccuping. Will be hiccuping away.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and you can really see it as well, and it's so rhythmical.
0: Rhythmical. Yeah, it is, is that, that that's yeah, that's how you know it's the hiccups because it's a con- consistent like pulse it's a pulsing and it's the only regular movement that I can actually get away with showing people because the minute this baby starts kicking or moving away and you go quick 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 it's moving come and feel it you know by the time you've they've put someone's put their hand on your belly to feel mm. it's stopped yeah. but when it's got the hiccups you can say it's got the hiccups come and come and have a feel and then yeah you can feel this rhythmic thing pulsing it's it's a very odd thing and I I do worry that it's that I'm causing the baby discomfort by eating or drinking but baby I've got to do it you need it too (laughs) (laughs) bless um so yes hiccupping a lot is something that's that's happening so much now and I think the reason I'm feeling that more than I have done before, because it wouldn't have started hiccuping at this point. It would have been hiccuping well, well beforehand, is that the baby is now pretty much ready to go and head down, according to the midwife. Mm. So I'm feeling the hiccups, but they are like down, downwards, down below. So you have to put you have to put your hand right under the belly and closer to the groin to actually feel them.
1: It's crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Our our little little nugget is doing all hiccuping on its own. It
0: is. It is. Our little nugget also. It's not a little nugget, is it? It's not a little nugget. The the way I'm going to describe it right now, it feels like I've got the Incredible Hulk in my stomach. Sometimes. Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to break out of an evening, it push it pushes forward. And it feels like the pressure is so hard at the front Mm. and it's right there. But then of a daytime or a morning, I'll wake up and it's like it's all cozy at the back. By the time the evening comes, it's just there going, let me out, let me out. Uh, Yeah. And so the bump changes shape. A lot of people have noticed that one day my bump will be really far forward and then the other mm. the other times it will be quite far back. So, you know, when we spoke about the whole m- myth thing about whether you're having a boy or a girl. Yeah. I've had people at work commenting, oh, your bump's changed shape since yesterday. <laughs> so, I think you're having a girl now. I said, well, it's just because it changes shape every day. so the whole thing of you're carrying high up or you're carrying wider because you're having a boy or a girl again it can't really be fact can it when you've got an ever-changing bump and a baby that moves and wriggles around on you (laughs) (laughs) uh the other thing that's been happening to me which is really not fun have you ever um suffered with those horrible leg calf cramps in the middle of the night have you ever had those yeah yeah so that started I used to get them when I was younger and I think it's like a lack of salt that normally causes them I think so something like that it's a lack of something and I believe it's salt if I'm wrong excuse me Uh, but this one has this has started in the last trimester and it's that feeling of getting a cramp down your calf muscle all the way until your foot And it wakes you up. Now, I've managed to catch most of them. But last weekend, I was so asleep, which was nice for me, that I didn't (laughs) catch this one. And the leg cramp went so hard that my toe clawed into one and I could not for love and money, get this cramped. I had enough time to Google how to get rid of leg cramp. <laughs> that was, that was, and you woke up, didn't Chop you? It and off. I was, <laughs> I was in the middle of a leg cramp and you were like, what's going on? I'm like, I've, I've got cramp, I can't I get rid of it.
1: I thought we were on our way.
0: <laughs> no, uh, it was just the, it was just the cramp. But the reason, the reason behind it is because there's so much pressure going onto your blood vessels and the, the baby's moving around and you've got decreased circulation all sorts of things going on that these cramps are just part and parcel of of being on the later stages of, of mm. pregnancy so that's that's my you haven't had my... that since though have you oh no it's a regular thing it so I've but not... i haven't
1: noticed you having it but that bad anyway
0: no i've i have i have i managed to catch it every night it right. starts to go and i managed to it wakes me up before Stretch it goes it into okay. full cramp okay. but that particular one and i had to drive the next day as well for a, for a few hours and it was not fun and my other my other thing that's happening at the moment is and you i think you're worried every time you hear me i'm completely and utterly breathless the whole yep. time
1: well that's the effect i have on oh, you darling. just look at me <laughs> and you're like <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna throw up
0: <laughs> i'm so i'm so breathless because everything not only is everything pushing down it's pushing up as well on all your lungs and diaphragm you've got you've
1: got something you've got a whole human pushed into your body yeah it's absolute madness all of this is madness of course it's going to squeeze your internal organs into places they shouldn't be so the when i see you breathless yes i may worry that uh oh it's it's happening early but it's happening
0: <laughs> it's because I sometimes have to hunch over the and grab hold of the windowsill to actually get my breath and all I've done is move out of bed or tried to walk from one place to the other or, or bent over to get something all the everyday normal things I cannot do anymore without going <gasps> and obviously where I'm trying to catch my breath I'm doing it in such a way where it's like it's a controlled thing. It which sounds is obviously, like you're having a contraction. Yeah, which obviously sounds like I may be suffering <laughs> with some sort of contraction, which I'm not uh, at the moment, touch wood.
1: No, thank you.
0: But this is how I'm feeling right now, guys. So, um, yeah, have a baby.
1: <laughs> it's all fine and dandy. It'll terrify you. Your anxiety mm. will be going through the roof. And your mental health will struggle. But Mm. hey, it's all worth it.
0: I'm really understanding when you hear women say that they just want the baby out of them. Because we've got a few more weeks to go. And if this continues and gets worse, I am going to completely understand and sympathise with that feeling. Because I'm becoming... I'm becoming a little bit useless and I don't like being useless. I need to do things. We've still got things to do. Mm. I'm now officially on maternity and I've got things that I want to do.
1: Well, it's about prepping the house now, really, isn't it? Like we probably should, like you look at people who we know who are pregnant at the same time or anyone and they've got their nursery set up completely and it's all hoovered and clean and ready for the baby. Mm. We, We haven't got that
0: we've got a room
1: we've got a room we've got everything that we need we've got a moses basket change basket well we think change we've bag. got Matt, Sorry, not we basket. think
0: we've got everything we need but until we actually pull it all out yeah. check through it get a little list together and just double check that we have got everything we need specifically for those first few weeks the first few days
1: yeah oh, i can go shopping if need be it's not it's not difficult uh, you know we are very lucky to have family that will make themselves available hopefully when when, when it all happens and you know, our car seat and our pram are still in Wales. Mm. So they will have to be brought to us at some point. So, that, that, you know, there's plenty of time to get things. As long as the baby's got something for the first day or so to come home in, somewhere to sleep. We've got the, the our fabulous baby box as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Baby Box Co. We've got uh, stuff for it to sleep, places for it to be, you know, things for it to wear. We'll be all right. We
0: should be okay, we'll but be it's fine. just getting it into a bit of order and being able to remember what we've got because remember we've been collecting this stuff since January Mm, and we've just been putting it away and putting it to one side and the pile in that room has been steadily growing and growing and growing and now I've forgotten everything that we've got so I really want to take some time to go through it all and just figure out where it's all going to go how it's all going to work and the other thing as well and I'm panicking about it is we need to pack a hospital bag just in case we'll leave I think we're leaving it a little bit late I've got a bag that's ready and I've chucked a few bits in just in case but all the finer details like stuff for you stuff for me other bits and pieces that's not done yet so we are going to be doing that in the next day or so and we will probably record a little podcast about that just Mm. so you know so you can be nosy and find out what we've got in our bag
1: but it's really interesting I think I didn't realize that i had to pack the baby bag the hospital bag
0: well no you don't have to but, but it's a it, good idea The the midwife it, I'm, I'm the one who's going to so. be looking through it yeah you're going to be too busy <laughs> it's no good y- you not knowing what's in the bag when y- i'm going to be possibly yeah. screaming at you going get me the water get mm. me this please i might not be able to say the word please I really hope I don't turn into a monster, but just remember, I love you.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> not so sure. You, look, you might not even want me in the room.
0: No, I, I I, will need you in the room. Oh. Sorry, you're not getting out of that.
1: Oh, I tried. <laughs> I am going to be top end. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> We're going to talk about that very, very shortly because <laughs> this episode, we are going to be sharing with you our birthing plan.
1: Hmm. It's
0: it's a plan. It's a plan.
1: It's
0: a plan. At 32 weeks, we had another midwife appointment. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a general one. Everyone's meant to have one at 32 weeks. It's kind of every
1: two weeks now, isn't it?
0: A first time pregnancy, you have one at 32 weeks and now moving closer to the end, they see you every couple of weeks. And it's just those general checks that we have spoken about before. So it's always measuring my, my my fundal area. (laughs) You what? My fundal, my (laughs) fundal. What? what? you what you right you were baffled about it's this this the area underneath my boobs to my groin the fun area the fun area or the fundal area oh right.
1: okay
0: <laughs> so it measures it measures that so it checks that the baby isn't under or over growing uh, and it checks the baby's heartbeat so uh, at 32 weeks we were at 32 centimeters oh my gosh i was spot on uh, 32 centimetres I was measuring and we were at 142 BPM which is all very lovely and normal uh, and at 32 weeks she had told me something which didn't really panic me too much but at the point when she examined me she said that baby's head was down. Now when the baby's head is down that means that they are engaging and getting ready to make their appearance but this can happen at any point during this final trimester. So it's not really anything to worry about. And also I know that this baby does do some gymnastics at times. So it might've just been the point where it was at yeah. that time. Uh, and I said, I did say to her, should I be worried? Do you think we're going to have an early appearance? And she said, no, they can keep spinning round and round until about 36 weeks. So not, not really anything to worry about. Uh, However, we did have a, another midwife appointment at 34 weeks and the head was down then. Mm. I have a feeling it's staying there.
1: It's just ready.
0: I think so. Crazy, I think it's isn't it? I, yeah, it's quite low down. And, and at 34 weeks, she said, yeah, the head is actually quite low down. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how long, how long it stays there for. And like I said, when the baby has the hiccups, that is where I feel them. So I'm pretty sure it's not moving now, I reckon. Mm. I reckon it's staying put. But I've said this throughout the whole pregnancy. I feel that the baby has been particularly low down. So it doesn't worry me that it's right there. I have a feeling it might just stay, just stay, because it likes it. (laughs) It likes it's the cozy little pouch that the, the midwife no, the, the lady at the scan said that, "Oh, it's like a little kangaroo pouch." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> thanks for that.."
1: If it was a kangaroo pouch, it would come out a lot easier, wouldn't it? Just would be it? tucked into a little thing, wouldn't oh,
0: it? That'd be nice? A little, Roo, be, a little Roo. a <laughs> little oh, roo's a cute name.:
1: Roo is a cute name.
0: Oh
1: oh oh. <laughs> we're, we're more set on a boy's name than we are a girl's name. Have we, we haven't really talked... We have talked a bit about names.
0: We have. What, here or between us?
1: Oh, I know we talked about between us. I mean, <laughs> on the show.
0: <laughs> no, we haven't.
1: Yeah, Rue Ru is a nice name. I like Rue. I, I, I don't think it would be short for anything, no. I though. I don't think it would be like short for Ruth no. or Ruby. I think it would just be Rue.
0: I have to say, I am so glad that the new royal baby did not pick any of our names.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but kumquat is quite an obscure name isn't it i think
0: i would have been absolutely livid if they picked the, one of the names that we were <laughs> speaking about you can't <laughs> be
1: livid if somebody else picks you. It, it,
0: oh. yeah but it would look like we were naming it after the royal baby well, then we wouldn't
1: call it that then would we why not well because the royal baby would exactly
0: call it. that's why i'd be livid
1: so we can't call it your royal highness
0: no, oh. that's that's we're in that one. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty
1: we're pretty set on a name if it's a boy, I think. Which it, it's a name that's quite gender neutral, really. But I think you prefer it as a boy's name, don't you? I do. Yeah, we won't say it just in case. Mm. Um, but girls' names, I've got a few that I really like.
0: Me too. I've got a few floating around. I think we'll be more undecided if it's a girl.
1: Hmm. There's yeah.
0: a, a few. I think it's easier to name a girl because there's quite a few cutesy kind of pretty options that you could go for, uh, mm. and I think I think I would find I think we found it harder to think of a boy's name, but because we think it's possibly a boy, we've gone for that.
1: It's it's possibly <laughs> both, isn't it?
0: No, well, not at once. It's tricky
1: because <laughs> you you. I don't know if I necessarily want my child's name to be shortened to something. So, like, obviously I'm Christopher. That's what I introduce myself as because that's what I want to be called and known as. I don't mind if my close friends call me Chris just because they say my name, you know, a lot if we're working together or whatever. But when you introduce yourself to someone and they say, oh, hello, what's your name? Say, oh, hello, my name is Christopher. And they go, oh, hello, Chris. No, no, absolutely not. Mm. My name is Christopher. That's what I introduce myself as. And I am so careful to not do that unless somebody says call me, you know.
0: Whatever. Yeah, I'm the same with Jesse, Jessica, and
1: Alexandra or an Alexandria, and I go, oh hi Alex. No, 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 I I can't do that. I have to call them until they say, oh call me Alex. So mm. I'm I I think that's one of the things that I'm cautious and conscious of with whatever we call our child mm. is what it's going to be shortened to by other people. So if we call it uh, Daisy. I don't think it would be called days. I don't so think, I think I've think ever heard
0: anyone shorten that name only in, so Yeah,
1: I had a friend called Daisy when I was a, a child and, and I think it was just, you know, days was what, I don't know, like not D-A-Z-E, like you're in a days. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, you know, certain names are better shortened than not and I think maybe that's where my head is moving towards with not, not having a name that can be shortened but having a name that's maybe already a cool name. Yeah. Adidas.
0: No, that's not cool. That is not cool. Okay, I'm also I'm also thinking about what other people are naming their children. I don't want Trendy
1: names. I don't
0: want I don't want our child's name to be the same as everybody else's in its class. I would like it to be a little bit not unusual, but just just not common at the moment. I'd like I'd like them to <laughs> not call out for, you know, George and about 12 of them answer. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> Do you know what That's I mean? What I I'd heard. like Do them mean- to have their own identity and not be like George one, two, three or, you know, George W. Or <laughs>
1: So I, I did some support work for my friend uh, in a primary school last year. And the names that they had there were amazing. And it's quite a central London school as well. Um, but there was a lot of French children there. There were a lot of children mm. from the French, uh, London French community. So there was a Timote.
0: Like the shampoo? Like
1: the shampoo. Oh. A Giacomo.
0: <gasps> Giacomo.
1: No, just Giacomo. Oh. I think his dad had big clothes. Um, There was another one. There was a Nevea. Oh, what a beautiful name. But that's heaven backwards.
0: Oh. I really
1: like the name Nevea. It's a really nice one. I'm not, you know, we're not religious or anything, but I think if we were, Nevea is a really beautiful name for a little girl. Um, What's the other one we had? Oh, I can't remember. There were some really, really good names and they were very different, but there was one, there was a Gabriel and there were quite a few Gabriels in the year. And I just thought, oh, how, how kind of, crazy is that that you have three in the same year after not meeting a Gabriel.
0: Oh yeah that's that is a bit coincidental three and it wasn't even (laughs) there.
1: and then I think I think it was the the class down maybe there was or something there was another one so within you know two or three year groups there were three or four or five (laughs) and I still can't tell them (laughs) apart. Oh dear. I did only see them once every couple of weeks but yeah yeah some really cool names in London. I think that's the nice thing about where we are as well, because there's such a wonderful, varied culture around where we are, and there's people from lots of different backgrounds. There are lots of different influences on names, mm. whether it be a big religious, you know, influence on certain names like hope, you know, or faith or things like that. Because there are a few, and also where we work in in southeast London, um, is a, a big family entertainment center. It's you meet children from all different backgrounds and their names are amazing. And I think that's what I like about it is, like you said, you don't want to call a name out at a playground or something and like 12 kids turn around. <laughs> I don't think we're necessarily going to have that because no, our child is going to be mixing in with it a huge different kind of uh, amount of people from so many different backgrounds.
0: Yeah, that's true
1: there's a, there's names that we're not necessarily going to think of because they're not necessarily ones that we wouldn't naturally think of that it's going to be really interesting to see what other names are in the same kind of age range in school. don't you know, think we're going to have to think of school soon. Yeah, I love it. I love that. I, would, I don't think you think about that either.
0: I would like to be quite nosy and see if we can find out. You know, when, when obviously we have the baby and we're we're in, in the hospital, I'd love to know what everybody else's names are on that day. I'd just be curious and interested more than anything. But I have had the thought that even though we're pretty set on our boy's name, and if yeah. it's a boy, I think we think that's definitely what we're going to go with but I'm still of the mindset that what if the baby comes out and doesn't look like uh, uh, her, that we might change our minds?
1: Well, that's it. That's fine.
0: Of course it's fine.
1: I think that's the most exciting thing, not knowing whether we're having a boy or a girl, is that you can't plan anything about it. And you can't, you know, there's people that we know who are having boys or girls already and who know whether they're having a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's having a boyfriend, um, is that you don't, you, they're already calling it something. But you're right. What if it doesn't suit it? You don't know.
0: You just don't know. Somebody I
1: know, I think they went three, two or three weeks without giving their baby a name after it was born because they just wanted to make sure it was right. It's, mm. a, big, it's a big, you know, it's, I'm not going to overthink it because my anxiety will trip. But
0: <laughs> no, let's what not. if
1: you give the child a name and it just hates it? Oh, oh, that's no. a horrible thought. Yeah, but oh. you've been called Jessica for enough now. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so me. I actually quite like my own name. Jessica's a
1: beautiful name. I love it.
0: Uh, I do. I do quite like my name. I, I lucked out there, but I know some people that really don't enjoy their own names. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> Jessica is quite a common name, really. It is
0: now. Yeah, I don't
1: know many Jessicas.
0: Not many. Good. Good. Glad you're not Where confusing is... me with other women. <laughs> <laughs> there were two
1: Christophers in my school year. Mm. And there were lots of Chrises incl- including girls who were Christinas and stuff as well.
0: Mm.
1: So yeah, is you know there's I'd say there were way more Chris's and Christophers than Jess and Jessie. Yeah, definitely. So in my hand I have your notes your you maritime midwife Lewisham and Greenwich NHS trust pregnancy notebook.
0: You do. It's like Which a you big exam to, paper yeah, really isn't it. You have to carry it with you everywhere from this point onwards. Should have been yeah carrying it all the time.
1: Just sort the mic out for me. Just talk it now talk.
0: Can you hear me now? There
1: we go. Right okay. Prego got confused. Hang on.
0: Sorry, it was back to front.
1: Oh, the, the stickers have still got your name wrong on it.
0: Oh, everything's right. Oh, now. no, there we go.
1: No, there's all, just, there, there is one the that's wrong.
0: So at 34 weeks, we had a midwife appointment. And this is the point that they ask you to go through your birthing plan with them. And then they can answer any questions that you've got and just feed you with any more info you haven't had. And just make sure they understand what what you would like to do. Really, when it comes to it,
1: yeah. So it's it is like it looks like a GCSE paper, mm-hmm. lots of boxes with simple questions and places for you to write your findings and your workings.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's not it's not overly long. No, no, it's not. It's a couple it's of pages. Not, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not too bad. Page and a half. you're
1: gonna hear some uh, paper rustling in the background because I've got it over here.
0: <laughs> so we thought we would just share with you what what we've decided to go for and as we've said before
1: this is an ideal world
0: this is ideal world it says birthing plan but it won't always go to plan and if things change then so be it Mm. so you've got the notes over there if you read out their questions slash statements this
1: i think before we do that the 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 top title is Mm. your preferences yeah and that's what it is it's exactly if you could choose how to do it and everything was left to your choice. This is how you do it. So this is a preference, hmm. but it's not probably not all going to happen like this, is it? And if there might no. be some phrases that I don't understand or you don't understand, so I'll ask you again. To
0: okay, you'll see some of the writing is mine and some of it is the midwife because I left it blank because I didn't quite understand the question or needed yeah. a bit of clarification. And I'll read,
1: I'll read them properly. I think this is really interesting, and hmm. it, it's still interesting to you and me, even though we've gone over it. Hmm. So. Uh, it says your preferences for labor and the birth of your baby. Please use the section below to write down your preferences for your labor and birth. And there's a lot of other text as well. So mm-hmm. first question, how do I feel about labor and birth? <laughs> what, <laughs> what are my expectations? And she's just written.
0: <laughs>
1: like no, she hasn't.
0: So what have I put? Uh, what
1: do I feel about labor and birth? What are my expectations?
0: I've said something along these lines. Uh, as it's my first child, I don't know how I'm going to react or feel.
1: Brilliant. Wonderfully vague. <laughs> Basically, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
0: I'm open to advice and guidance. And if things need to change on the day, it's fine. I'm happy to get baby out safely. And then the last little bit I've put here, I, I am, am nervous. nervous. <laughs> Help. Help me.
1: I, that comment there is uh, is almost the same as the girl who tries wasabi. It's like I oh, know it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. Eats it and then she goes, "Help, help me!" <laughs> and
0: next, that's that's the common theme throughout all of this. Is I don't know what I'm doing. Nope. You guys know what you're doing.
1: Trust. I it's a trust big you. Trust, isn't it?
0: Please help me.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's. I think again we've said it loads now, haven't we? Just be prepared for it to change. And I think Absolutely. that first first portal call there, you've gone. If it has to change, it has to change. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Get I it. want to put Although them at the ease to get, know that I'm
0: not difficult.
1: <laughs> get baby out. Yes. <laughs> give birth to baby. Get it out. It's a less delicate way of saying, I'm going to give birth to my beautiful child. Get yeah. it out.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling that's what I'm going to be saying when it oh, comes to it.
1: Oh, I'd love to. Maybe we should run a competition. Oh. How many times you swear. And the worst swear that you do. I think I know what the worst way you're going to do is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to this. Uh, anyway, the next mm. question: Who do I want with me during labour and birth?
0: <laughs> My husband, Christopher. I was going to try and find something funny there and say like, Peter Andre. <laughs> yeah.
1: What <laughs> oh, is it? What a reference, a current celebrity there. <laughs> Shout out to Pete.
0: <laughs> thank you oh, That's I like, love Peter Andre I do like
1: Peter Andre <laughs> but he smells nice yeah, yeah. but he smells nice he's a celebrity that I imagine I mean, he takes care of himself yeah. Hey, how you doing guys nice to meet you we've got Australian listeners as well yeah, yeah. good day having a baby on the barbie no not he's that had note.
0: quite a few babies now hasn't he well not
1: personally I think he still looks pretty good
0: <laughs> considering the amount of babies he's had yeah he's <laughs>
1: Popping them out like ping pong balls. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: he's a lovely daddy. He's <laughs> he? he a lovely Comes across very as a dad. really lovely person. Every
1: time I've seen him on, you know, one of his programs, he seems like a really caring dad.
0: Hmm. He's
1: nice. I like him. I, like him I a lot. do too. Um, so, my, you said my husband Christopher. Yep. Now, if we are in the birthing center, is that the one where it's just you and me, or other people can be in? Because there, there is a limit of how many non-immediate family members right. are in the, the room with you and by non-immediate they literally mean your partner whether it's your your boyfriend your husband your girlfriend mm-hmm. your, your wife whatever the person directly in your relationship who's not giving birth some of the places that you have to give birth whether I can't remember which way around it is one of the whether it's the maternity ward or the birthing centre, one of those, you're only allowed your immediate partner. Yeah, I think it's the labour person. ward.
0: So I think it's the labour ward where it's naturally well, it's it? the smaller room. Yeah. You're, you're only allowed a set amount of people in there. Also, they have more restrictive visiting hours. Yes. So the other plus side of being able to choose the birthing centre is if you want a few more family members around, it's a bit more flexible, I believe. Something that I didn't quite wrap up in our last podcast when we spoke about the hospital tour was where I had left my decision about birthing centre and labour ward because as you probably remember I said I had a bit of a meltdown about it. Yeah. Uh and I was left feeling I was left feeling really undecided and I think I said I felt really ambushed and I didn't know what I wanted to do because I didn't know whether or not I would want an epidural. Yeah. And yeah, a yeah, yeah, few yeah. weeks later I managed to have a lovely chat with uh one of the midwives who runs the Aquanatal classes and I told her that the hospital tour had sent me into a bit of a, a panic and she asked me why and I explained about the whole Pain relief thing, and she said, Well, you do know that just because you make the decision to go into the birthing centre or you make the decision to go into the labour ward doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stick to it. If when you go into labour you change your mind and you know for a fact that you're in too much pain, you don't necessarily have to go to the birthing birthing centre, if yeah. you know, okay I want that epidural and I want it as quickly as you can give it to me then I can just change my mind and go go to the labour ward so that was my swivel point of decision making, I decided I'm going to put down for the birth centre because if the pain is too much I'm already going to possibly know about it mm. and I'll be able to change my mind before we make that that decision about which room to go into. yeah, Having that flexibility just put me at ease a little bit more and made me made me more confident with making the decision. So that was how I came to the birthing centre decision, just to clear that one up.
1: Slight, it's like tangent there, but it's good. Yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. So they ask you, you know, what are your expectations and who you want with you, but then the next one is my environment for labour and birth. And this is things I might want to consider. Privacy, quiet, my own music, food and drink, lighting, comfort aids, such as pillows, beanbags, chairs or a mattress. Again, this is something that kind of took me by surprise that you were even allowed to do. Mm -hmm. But with the birthing centre, you have a little bit more space, like you just said. And also you are on your own in a room so mm. you can allow yourself i think you you mentioned candles were even something that was allowed scent yes. a calming scent you know if you want some lavender or you want some whale music or anything
0: something that makes you feel like you're at home yeah to just make to you feel as relaxed and, yeah. and
1: and as um oh there's a word that i'm trying to think of as uh, on, i'll come back to it <laughs> basically just as as kind of familiar as possible that's yeah, the word yeah
0: exactly I like, like you like you're at, at in, home so yeah. i've put privacy privacy is important yeah you don't want hundreds of people walking in and out whilst you are in the throes of labor so
1: even when you are there's a door into the the suite as it were into your room and then there still is a medical curtain so nobody is going to be coming in if that's closed Mm. apart from any medical professions uh, professionals who are absolutely welcome (laughs) (laughs)
0: why come on in (laughs) i just here to
1: clean is it okay no not now no wrong but yeah so you've put privacy food and drink and your own music so what food and drink do you want we haven't necessarily spoken about this in length but what do you want me to make sure you have if you're not in you know the push 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 part of labor what are you gonna want what do you think? Oh, we've been told to take lots of isotonic sports drinks. Mm-hmm. So like not fizzy stuff like Red Bull, but like a Lucasade sport, uh, mm. maybe some lots of lots of water. Yep. Like juices. You, you're Carts juices. of juices. Yeah. Yep. Straws. You probably want some Coke Zero knowing you though. That's the thing.
0: Coke Zero is just buy everything. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: Go on, have a baby with Coke Zero <laughs> oh, then. Why don't you? All
0: right. I love you, Coke Zero. Not a
1: sponsor, but Coke Zero, if you want to be a sponsor, <laughs> could do with some.
0: Yeah, just some some drinks that I like, um, some some sugar. They've advised you to have sweeties. Yeah, sweets. A bit of chocolate, maybe. Potentially some crisps, maybe. It's energy
1: stuff and carbs, really, yeah. isn't it? You're gonna you're gonna be expending the most amount of energy you ever have. Mm. So you're gonna need pick me ups, basically, aren't you? And yeah. also feeding. They don't feed you at the hospital. You don't get fed in the maternity ward, so I'm gonna have to legitimate, legitimately feed you as i would at home now mm. we have like we've said before we're quite lucky we only live about a five minute walk from the maternity ward <laughs> so i will be able to come home cook you something and if i can't finish it i can be in the hospital in five minutes if mm. things take a, a a step up but your mum will be there by that point somebody will be with you even if it's one of our friends who has to just sit with you for for an hour or so yeah so that's okay or I can order a Domino's to the hospital, <laughs> which I think I might.
0: Judging by how I'm feeling at the moment,
1: you're, you're gonna need room for food.
0: I ha- I haven't got room for food at the moment. It's shifted to little and often that I have to eat. Mm. So which is the I advice? Think <laughs> if I am, you know, consistently contracting and in, in those sort of throes, I don't think I'm gonna want to be eating full on. No, you're so not. So it's feel it's like more it. about nibbles and snacks and things that are gonna help get me through. But also you're going to need the energy as well. If I'm yeah. in labour for two days, you you are going to need the same amount of pick-me-ups and energy. So we have to pack for both of us, not just for me. Because ideally, I don't necessarily want you to have to keep leaving to go and get things.
1: No, and, and our hospital doesn't have a huge choice either. No. Some hospitals have a, a little M&S or an, a WH Smith. This one doesn't really have anything. Not that we can see anyway, and certainly not, I wouldn't want to go exploring at this time. Mm. So, yeah, I, you know, in an ideal world, you're not going to want me to leave. But if you're sat there and you've gone in, but things have kind of paused, it's not the worst place for me to be able to have to run to Tesco or something, is it? It's no. Close enough that I can sprint back or jump in an Uber or something.
0: Absolutely. So, it's all
1: right. So, yeah, and music. We haven't put a playlist together yet, but I'll be really intrigued as to what you... It's going to be McFly, isn't it? Yeah. So shout out to Tom and Giovanna Fletcher. Hello. <laughs> She's a yes. good mum, isn't she? Mm? We like Giovanna we Fletcher. We do. We love the whole, love Fletcher, the whole
0: family. Fletcher family. We love the whole Fletcher family.
1: Shout out to Tom, Carrie and Giovanna and Buzz and all the lovely siblings.
0: Oh.
1: Love it. So McFly, defo some McFly. Bit of busted. Bit of busted, yeah. Yeah. We'll make this playlist public as well, by the way. So I'll I'll oh. put it on Spotify. We we currently have our podcast with Anchor, who are owned by Spotify. Um, so yeah, it's keeping it in the family there, isn't it? I'll put the yeah. when when we we're finished with it, it won't be now, but we'll put a link to the the playlist on our Instagram stories. So uh, go and follow us on at ftppuk on Instagram, and I'll make it public, and then you can see exactly what Jess has picked. <laughs> but are we Defo some busted Defo some McFly? Do you want some home free?
0: Definitely, say so home free. Home free, Definitely. nice big country
1: acapella. Yep. Shall I just put all of me singing? Shall I put all of the songs that I've <laughs> recorded singing, all of uh, our jazz stuff? So you get me in the background. Fly me to the moon, ah, and let me play among the. Oh God, he's burning! You know that. Maybe. No. Maybe
0: not. <laughs>
1: you I might. Don't it know. might help you speed it up because you don't want to hear me singing anymore. I just. <laughs>
0: I think. I, the one thing you know the I will word, avoid
1: hold my hand okay. not that tight, please. There we go. I
0: think the one thing I will avoid is generic relaxing music. Oh, because yeah. I'm not I've never been one to listen to generic relaxing music. So if we start playing that stuff, it's just gonna remind me of the situation that I'm in and make me realise, Oh, I'm playing this because I'm trying to relax. <laughs> no, that's not gonna work for me. I just think it's gonna be all our favourite yeah. fun upbeat stuff. And then maybe Maybe we'll find some.
1: Oh, Co- you want a party? Oh. Okay.
0: No, maybe we'll find some angry music for me to push to. <laughs>
1: oh, are you giving me permission to find you some thrash metal? <laughs> I am all Let's in for this that. Baby out. If everything is straightforward, how do I want my baby's heartbeat to be monitored during labour? Example at intervals with a handheld doppler or ear trumpet. Do I understand when? conscious monitoring of my baby's heartbeat may be advised and our midwives just put as recommended and that's another point that it's quite a complex thing that and mm -hmm. I didn't even didn't even think about anything like that because you just have no idea but we're happy to go with as as the midwife and the doctors advise for that one aren't we
0: the reason that she has written as recommended because I left it blank before I went to see her <laughs> just uh, just because I needed to double check on what the question meant and <laughs> whether or not there was uh, there was much difference so the handheld Doppler is very similar to how they um do this the, the heartbeat scans and and they check it when you go to the midwife appointment and then Obviously, the ear trumpet, that's all stuff that can be done relatively easily. And then the other way is with, like, the you know, you get strapped into the machines. Mm. So it's just understanding that they may have concerns. And that means that if they have concerns and they need to monitor you a little bit more. You're going to have to, well, in our case, if I'm in the pool, I won't be allowed to stay in the pool anymore. No. I'll have to come out and be strapped onto a machine. But it's all for the good of the baby. If they've got concerns and they need to keep close monitor monitoring their, the heartbeat, then so be it. And that was just what that question was about. If everything's straightforward, uh, you know, then we'll just have it as and when they need to check it. And I can stay in the pool or get out as necessary. Mm. But... It's just understanding that things may change, and we need to we need to get strapped in and, and closely monitored because it's about being safe for everybody.
1: How will I cope with the pain? <laughs>
0: you've
1: just written badly. No. <laughs> uh, the rest of the question is things I might want to try: relaxation and breathing, my position, massage, water, shower, bath, or water pool, complementary therapies, a tens machine gas and air, injection of an opiate-related drug, or an epidural. So there's a lot to think about. Basically, mm-hmm. what pain relief do you want? Now, is, I know we touched on it in the last one.
0: This is the money question, isn't it? Yeah. So I have what put... What drugs are you
1: going for?
0: I have put the following. Oh, I would like to try to manage the pain uh, in the water with gas and air, possibly a TENS machine, uh, pethidine. However... this is a big however I do have a low pain threshold so there's a possibility that once labour has begun I may need to change the above and ask to go straight to the labour ward for an epidural.
1: Yeah and I I'm fully prepared for that.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) If you haven't
1: looked into what an epidural is it's not quite what we thought it was Mm. and there is an awful lot that goes into it there are a lot of wires that would be coming out of you there's an awful lot of things that would be going into you yeah it's quite intimidating google it because i don't know enough about it to um get it right and just trust the process
0: yeah i i did a lot of research into it before making my decision and I'm still, if I'm in that much pain, then I'm probably going to go, yeah, do do whatever. It might be
1: something that I have, like, I don't want to make a decision for you. And and like we said last time, I'm not that kind of guy. It's your choice. But if I see you in pain and you're too determined, I'm going to try and jump in and say, look after her in the best way possible, please. The Mm. worst thing is something happens to you. And Which I, they're, they're not going to let, let that happen. They're and not going to let it. that happen. Yes, it is your choice. But at the same time, they're medical professionals. They, they are the ones mm. to listen to. It. And I think you and I are both very open for that. And I know some people, like I said before, some people aren't. Um, a TENS machine, you mentioned they're trying to use that. That's where you put the little sticky pads on you, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And it's like a little electrical pl- yeah. pulses that yeah. get sent through to you. You know those vid-
1: the videos where they have like guys experiencing labor pain? It's that machine but they use controlled electronic pulses to to manipulate your senses and your nerves yeah to, to take the pain away from that and apparently it's very uh, it's very effective mm. so yeah pain relief basically all of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of it potentially if uh, and then the epidural is like the icing on the cake at the end if it's really yeah. not not going well however it it can't happen. I can't keep going for ages and ages and ages and then have it. I do have to make that decision quite mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. But there's I have a feeling a, there's I will.
1: A, a point of no return, isn't there really? There
0: there is. And by which yeah. point if I've baby's got gonna to be near yeah, here. The, so. the baby's gonna be near. So it's you know, only gonna be another half an hour of this is hurting and then we'll have everything yeah. will be fine. So vaginal
1: examinations to assess my progress during labour, my feelings about this are fine. As necessary is what you've put. Now, <laughs> I didn't know that you, you wouldn't. Of course you're going to be having someone look up there. That's where it's got to come out of.
0: Yeah, I accidentally left this blank and then the midwife went, well, <laughs> what? And I said, oh, just say it. it's fine. I mean, I'm not not particularly looking forward to everyone having to look at my, you know, my bits, but you've got to do it, haven't you? There's no other way. You can't, you can't examine the baby through my ear.
1: So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to try. So the next one. Is a really interesting one. Mm -hmm. How would you like to give birth? Uh, Your position? Discovering the sex of your baby. Do you want to find out yourself? Would you like your placenta to be delivered with or without an injection? And I didn't realise that you had to. Well, I did realise you had to give birth to the placenta. But Mm -hmm. I didn't realise that's a whole other process. Right. It's absolutely
0: insane. Yeah, so it seems. Um, So there's quite a few different points in this one. Yeah, there
1: are. We've only got a couple of points left as yeah. well. This is a long podcast today. I'm is. really enjoying it. So, how, how would, would you like to give, give birth? birth? What what position are you going to try and go for? Bear so in what? mind that you're you're going to have water birth.
0: So I've said sitting upright in the pool or kneeling. I may want to try and see what feels best. I'm not sure until I'm in that. Until I'm in the throes of it, I'm just probably going to try anything that's going to be as comfortable as possible. Mm.
1: It's obvious now they've said it to us, but the best position for a baby to come out is kind of upright or on all fours. On isn't all it?
0: fours, and do you know it's so funny because not
1: standing but using everything, gravity.
0: Everything you see around giving birth on the TV and everything. Woman on a back, legs in stirrups. Exactly, but that's that's not necessarily the most comfortable or, or effective way to do it. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna go with the flow and see what see what feels best.
1: Mm. Now, the next one is discovering the sex of the baby. Do I want to find out for myself? And I think we're both in agreement for this one. Please, can the midwife tell us the sex of the baby? <laughs> <laughs> just
0: <I> t- <laughs> in case we get it wrong because we get confused between uh, winkle and <laughs> umbilical cord. <laughs> oh my god, it's massive!
1: No, it's a girl. <laughs> I I just. I'm going to be crying and I'm going to be so emotional at that point. I'm going to be caring for you that I'm just going to go with what they say. Just please just tell us (laughs) not not do the hard work, but please just tell us what it is. Um, Would I like my placenta to be delivered with or without an injection?
0: Yes, I would like an injection to to deliver my placenta. Yes, I've put that. Uh, so it, it speeds basic,
1: it up. It kick kickstarts it, doesn't it? Because you, I didn't realise that mm. you can, that you might have to give birth to the placenta up to an hour after you give birth to the baby. Just mm. prolonging the whole process.
0: Oh, gosh. The faster
1: oh. that you can get the rest of it out of you,
0: mm. the better.
1: By the way, if you've never seen how big a placenta is, get ready because it's, <laughs> But a lot bigger than I thought I think it's a lot bigger than you thought as well (laughs)
0: although once you've given birth to a baby I'm sure that feels
1: (laughs) well yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) like like nothing nothing you've ever (laughs) yeah although my friend did say a couple of weeks ago she said once you've given birth to the placenta that's when you feel the entire relief and all the pressure is gone so yeah I think the quicker we can get that out the better (laughs) Uh...
1: (laughs) absolutely and you want the midwife to cut the cord don't you
0: well I think it's your preference because they tend to <sighs> the stereotype is that the dad will nope. cut the will nope. cut the cord not doing it. and you're you're not nope. keen on this at all are you no nope.
1: I am fe- I'm not kidding I'm feeling sick even talking about it this is something I just don't want to do I'm your your pain threshold is really low my blood and gore threshold is really low Game of Thrones made me feel <laughs> grim this week that's how bad I was yeah yeah, I do it's not something that I've ever thought oh, I desperately want to do that. Mm. So I'm not I'm not going to do that as long as that's okay with you.
0: That's fine by me. You do you do what you need to do. Because it's I don't want to get it wrong. About, it's a it's an experience that both of us are sharing and there's no way that I want to force you into doing something that you're not comfortable with and at the end of the day it doesn't really bother me either way as long as everything's everything's safe and everyone's happy.
1: Mm. The next question is about feeding your babies, but I'm not, I don't think we should touch on that because that's a whole other
0: it topic. It is another subject co- completely. Um,
1: um, They say skin on skin contact yep. with your baby is encouraged straight after birth. If I have to get my top off, that's the least of the bits that I have to do. That's absolutely fine. But mm. it is apparently the partner or the father, if it's obviously a guy, Um
0: Gets involved as gets well. Gets involved
1: pretty quick and you, you take your top off, you undo your shirt and you have the baby close to your skin mm. as, as soon as you can. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about yeah, that. I I'm really looking said, forward to it.
0: She said it was me first that they will, li- they will yes. bring the baby out and up and they will put, put him or her straight onto my chest. Uh, and that will probably be with the cord still attached. Mm-hmm. Um, like a that bungee. That, yeah. Boing, 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 boing. Because there's a choice, isn't there, about whether or not you have the cord, the cord uh clamped yeah. straight away or you defer it. Yeah. Uh so the cord is still throbbing when it comes out. So it's still, well, it's still, it's still attached, delivering. Yeah. It's still delivering stuff to the baby. And there's a theory, well, I'm not sure if it's a theory, it's more sort of scientific fact now that if you delay it for until it stops throbbing then you're still letting all the goodness go to your baby and your baby has more of a chance of having a better uh what's the uh, immune system and Uh, and things like that maybe um it's just it's just proved proved better to if you can delay it but sometimes they want to get it cut straight away for whatever reason absolutely um so again
1: it might be a case of that you just have to get it out quickly and and it's you Mm. know if the baby's being poisoned because of something you know so again like i said this is all preference isn't it and then uh, the vitamin k injection you said please give my baby vitamin k yes and i already can't remember what that is (laughs)
0: uh it is an injection just to help right so vitamin k is given when you need help for your blood to clot and thicken so uh yeah it just helps the baby's blood do that and i was a bit confused because it says on here do you want it done by injection or orally and i said well what's the difference? Um, and the midwife said, well, if you get it done by injection, it's all done straight away really quickly. Uh, if you do it orally, then you have to do it in a few measures in a, over a couple of weeks. Oh, so I've quick just, injection. Yeah, I've just chosen the, the injection. Baby's Why?
1: small then. Yeah. I'm going to feel
0: hopefully, it. Hopefully they won't.
1: So that's pretty much our birth plan. That is. Or your birth plan. I've, I'm very little to do with it now. <laughs>
0: no, no, you you are though. But no, it?
1: I am. I, you know, packing the hospital bag, getting all your snacks ready. I'm up to I'm I'm excited about that. Mm. I can't wait for that moment that the baby is is touching my chest. Um mm. we won't be recording a podcast in the room, but I might try and get some audio clips. You never know. It might be cool. It might be. And now the world has begun for baby BW. Like that.
0: <laughs> or just those swears that you were talking oh, about. Oh, I
1: absolutely <laughs> totally going to have a competition. But I think you've done very well. I think you've 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 been open and honest and you're flexible that's the most Mm. important thing and I you have to be to give birth but it's going to be really interesting to revisit this Mm. after baby's born and and talk through exactly what happened and exactly what did or didn't go to plan
0: yeah and we definitely will do that absolutely to be yes you know what time it is
1: oh no it's my turn now it isn't it is your turn oh no <laughs>
0: it's dad joke time
1: <sighs> this is such an insignificant part of the show now because we've just talked about your birth plan my tummy's rumbling goodness me mm-hmm. all right give me a minute Right, okay <laughs> the shovel was a groundbreaking invention <laughs>
0: Oh, dear.
1: <laughs> Did you know five out of four people admit they're bad with fractions? Nice. Oh, that was a maths one. Oh, <laughs> you could see the cogs turning. Oh,
0: stop.
1: <laughs> what do you call a man with a rubber toe? I don't know. Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this one's me. What do you call a fat psychic? I don't know. A fortune teller. <laughs> don't say "ah" oh, Like you don't want to laugh That's a funny joke Oh dear oh, I'm trying to find another one now Did you hear about the kidnapping at school?
0: No It's
1: fine, he woke up <laughs> Oh you really have You really have to think about these Don't you Jess?
0: I have to think about a lot at the moment yeah. Everything's slow <laughs>
1: Yeah It's just our lives <laughs> A little fanfare there for the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: That was episode eight of First Time Parent Podcast. That was a big one today, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I hope. I hope that everyone has enjoyed our hearing our birthing plan, and that if anyone is listening to this and they are in the same sort of stages or you know beginning pregnancy, do you mean that ha- it's ha- bumping ugly. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> please, please. I, just mean, I just mean, if anybody else is in the same situation or they're about to write their p- birth plans or they're just looking for ideas or help, I hope it's helped in, in some way, shape or form or just given a bit of an insight or information.
1: There is so much to think about when yeah. you're in this situation. That's why we started First Time Parent Podcast because mm. we have no idea
0: no not at all
1: and and more so than anything it's gonna be really fun to go back and document how everything differed to what we thought it was going to and i can't wait for that but yeah i hope it helps anyone who's thinking about in the future they're gonna have a little baby and certainly within the london area as well that they might even encounter the same people that we've encountered yeah i'd love to hear from you If you're based anywhere apart from Great Britain, if any of our Australian or Canadian or American listeners, we've got lots of listeners in India as well. um, You know, if you're not based in the UK, get in touch and tell us how your birth was different to anything that we're talking about. Mm. If the process is different, if the doctor's appointments are different, I'd love to hear how it differs in different countries.
0: Everybody's birthing stories and pregnancy stories are all so different. So different. The way that we are doing this, we're, nothing's right or wrong. Everybody's different. And yeah. this is just how we have decided to do it. And mm. it's great that everything can be so flexible with everybody. Yeah.
1: Email us firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. Also, you can send us a little voice message on the anchor.fm app. So if you want to get your voice message played in the show, we can do that as well for you.
0: Mm, How exciting. It's very
1: exciting, isn't it? Make sure you're tagging friends who haven't listened to us as well and rating us on your podcast platform of choice. Five stars is the only option. And in the comments, (laughs) if you want to put down a little story for us to read out in the comments, then we'll do that with a five-star review.
0: Five stars,
1: five stars. In all seriousness, we do this ourselves, and we're doing it just to interact with you guys and you know say you're not on your own if you're in the same position as us because we now know that we're not on our own yeah and everyone in this position is in the same boat and uh i think you're doing really well jess well done oh thank I'm you i'm very I proud think of you
0: i think you're doing very well
1: i've done bugger all love it's fine <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that's why i started a podcast so i could feel like i was helping
0: <laughs> oh this is helping i find this very helpful yeah it's
1: like free therapy yeah So make sure you say hello to us online. Um, I'm at C.O. Bartlett and Jess on Twitter is at messyjessie 85 or Jessica E.J. Walford on Insta as well. So come and say hello to us. Uh, That's episode eight all done. And we will see you very soon for episode number nine.
0: Ooh, see you soon.
1: I hope we haven't had the baby by then. Oh. Oh, God. Bye. Bye.